Welcome to the latest edition of the First Aid Copites podcast. Um, this is uh, this is a big episode. This the season, uh, the preseason is now finally over. Uh, Liverpool won three one today against Osasuna, um, and I thought they looked quite good. Um, we are uh, oh, I've, I've kind of missed a whole bunch of things before we get into it. Um, podcast for uh, Liverpool fans in Delaware and friends of those those Liverpool fans in Delaware. Um, thanks for listening on your preferred platform. Today, we're really excited to have a, a new, brand new guest. We've got Mark, who's a longtime member of the Delaware Supporters Club. So welcome, Mark. And we have uh, Sean and Daz back uh, to help us preview the season. Um, okay, what did I miss? So, uh, well, I almost got into it. Preseason ends, um, Osasuna 3-1. They, they uh, drew yesterday with uh, uh, Atletico Bilbao. One-one, uh, um, which other result particularly reflected the game, but um, I'm going to go around and uh, we're going to have at least one go at this. I, th- I think there were a lot of highlights in in preseason. Maybe there were some concerning things, but uh, but uh, o- only one that I can think of because I can see the big twenty-six on my uh, behind me. Um, Sean, I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, what what are you going to take away from preseason? You know, what what excitement is it generated in terms of the season? Um, seeing some of the, the the people in action with, with plenty of time to practice. Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, I, I had to miss one of the preseason games, but I saw the games the last two days, most of them anyway. And uh, I think we look really good. I know based on – I haven't read all of it, but uh, Pep Linders has been keeping a blog apparently. And um, supposedly he's he's very optimistic. He's very, been very, very happy with the preseason – Preseason camp's been longer than normal, but it seems like they've sort of meticulously planned a lot of stuff out. And, um, you know, he seems like a detail-oriented guy. So if he's that that happy with it, at least the way it comes across, everybody should be excited. Um, I think standouts for me in the preseason have been, um, you know, in terms of the players, probably Mane, Nabi, um, Konate, I think has looked good, you know, limited action we'll see how he is in the in the season matups look good um i think harvey elliott the first couple of times he was in that midfield role in the pitch as you know i was a little bit skeptical but um I, it's the impressive thing to me is how much he's grown into that i feel like in the in the match yesterday he looked so much better than the first match where he was playing that role um so to me that that tells me that you know, obviously they saw something. I knew, I knew they must have seen something. But um, I think it, it also says maybe he's a quick learner, um, and uh, he's probably been working hard at that. I think in today's match, um, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say this has necessarily been the case the whole preseason, but I thought Taki Minamino looked great today. Um, it was just I thought he looked really sharp. Um, Bobby obviously scored goals. Um, that um, that second goal got me really excited. Um, that was just a beauty. Uh, with the one touch tacking to um, Kostasimikas and then Bobby finished. Um, and um, I didn't get to watch the end of the match too much. So I can't say too much on, on Henderson, Tiago, like how they looked. I saw one, a couple of the passes Henderson, Henderson made look pretty good. You put Ox in the one time goalie made a save. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, it seems like it's been a long time off because the, the previous three seasons we had, you know, we played Champions League final two years in a row, and then the uh, 1920 season ended so late. It's uh, it just seems like a long time since they've played. So it's been great to see preseason, but 
I'm more excited to kind of see the pre the uh, actual season get started soon. So, so you, you kind of went through well, I think a lot of the highlights. Do, do you think Elliot's will, will start against Norwich? That's a good question. I, I would guess he would not start, but I think he's definitely going to be in the squad this year. And I, going into the preseason, I, I I wasn't sure if they'd try to loan him out again, but I don't I don't think so at this point. I mean, he's looked really good in the preseason. He's kind of grown into that role. Um, and um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, if I had to guess, it's just a wild guess for that that starting midfield for that Norwich game. I, I would guess probably Milner, Nobby, and Fab. I, I think Fab might actually get the start, um, but it it won't surprise me if if uh, Elliot starts or comes off the bench in that one. So, cool. so so Daz, I'll, I'll go to you, and I know you're um, you have lots of opinions about uh, centre backs, um, and, and and it kind of feels interesting to me. So uh, you can you can talk about this or not, but it seems interesting to me that uh, James Pierce has said a few interesting things the last couple of days. One of which is he said. Elliot's definitely staying with the, the squad, which sounds like that's news. Uh, that might not have been the plan before preseason. Uh, the other thing he said is Ben Davis may be available for loan or sale, um, which uh, am I reading too much into that to think that they're really happy with where uh, Virgil and uh, Gomez are at this point? I think we said this before. I think Ben Davis was always going to be a quick buck turn. I think that they brought him in. They probably try to hype his value a little bit more than because they know that he's probably what they pay two million for him. Yeah, he's right around there. They they'll sit on him and they'll probably make a three four million pound profit off of him. I we played what one one half for us, and they had that that wonderful club hug, and I think that that was all the payment that he's going to receive from us. Well, he, he got a token ten minutes today as well. Actually. Oh, I, I missed I missed the end of the game because yeah, yeah, yeah. today's been a day. Yeah, all right. I, saw, I saw almost all of it. Right. it didn't help that LFC TV kept going in and out on my phone, but that's a story for a different day. I just think that I think that I always had a sense that that was, and someone had this, these were brains bigger than mine. And so I, I kind of agree with that, that it's, I don't think he was ever really going to get any meaningful time. I thought it was interesting that Phillips has been somewhat quiet. I wonder if that's because there's a deal on the table for him and he's on his way out. I I, I just thought it was interesting that that Reese Williams has gotten a lot more lot more look than 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 Nat Phillips has. Um, I equally, think, equally, there was no Shakiri. I don't think in either game. Um, no. No. Uh, that, that, that's been coming. I, th I think one of the one of the things that's going to get a lot of people giggly and girly is the club was traditionally club's traditionally very bearish about what's going on in the transfer market. And he dropped that, that pearl yesterday. And I'm sure there was, there was, there was much rejoicing across a lot of Twitter. Cause if you looked at Twitter yesterday, we lost one, one. Yeah. And where's the signings? We need signings. I think for me, the highlight, the 30,000 foot view of the highlight is we look good. We look like a team that's, that's rested. We look like a team that's, that's hungry. A lot of the guys that we, we kind of needed to, to get some R and R look like they're ready. Uh, Mane specifically. Uh, he's just, he, he just looks like he's, he's like, he's a man possessed. Uh, Salah, Salah like, has grown into it. Um, it was good to see Bobby today. 
Uh, I was kind of doing more Bobby things. And yeah, you take for granted just how good he is with the ball in his feet in tight spaces. Like he'll do something that really infuriates me. Well, it doesn't infuriate me, but like it's, it kind of makes me a little frustrated is that he does all the hard stuff. And then like he tries a little dump ball with the outside of his foot and he just gives it straight to one of their players after he's held two of them off, beaten another one. And then he just puts it across the middle into someone. But it's, that's, that's, a, that's a small frustration. It was good to see. He looked like he was ready. Fabinho, I think I agree with, with Sean. I think that he'll probably get the start. He's just he's just too important to us in that position. And as much as I love Milner and as, and as well as he played, it's, it's just, it's not the same. I thought it was interesting to see a young Clarkson play there today. And he he, and he, he, he covered himself in some glory there. I think he, he did really well. He's, he's, not, he's not shy. Um, and that's another one of the, 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 the preseason takeaways from me is like, if some of these kids come good and I've, and I've been guilty of saying like, Oh, the kids are all right before, but like this current crop, just, I think that they get it. They, they look like a clock into the way that he integrates them. And he, and he has them play with the first squad. They're, they're not scared. They're, they don't shy. They're not shy. They don't hide. And, they're, and, and they're good. They, they are, they're solid players. So, as long as their development continues apace and they kind of grow into themselves a little bit more. I think that, I think that the future looks bright for, for, for Liverpool football club from a youth perspective, um, which is good to see because you look at the likes of Chelsea, they, they just loan most of their kids out and they, uh, very few of them see the pitch. Mason Mount is obviously the, and Tammy Abrams are the obviously the obvious uh, exceptions to that rule, but, I just I, I liked what I saw this I liked what I saw and I was actually I enjoyed watching them whereas towards the end of last season my blood pressure was up my face was red <laughs> like it's I just I just I enjoyed it and I just I think that this year if, if we can stay healthy I think that I think that we will it'll it'll be a tight race at the top a lot tighter a lot tighter than it was this um, I'm not going to go out and say it's ours. It's ours for the taking because a lot of other a lot of other teams have made some some pretty good moves around us. Uh, I'm I for one I'm I'm not too concerned about the lack of signings. I think that the ones that we have made in Jota, I know that was that was last season, and Kanate. I think that we've we filled those holes. I think next year we'll probably you'll probably find that we'll start bringing like like for like replacements because our guys are getting older and. They haven't, fortunately, they haven't lost steps, but you do have to consider that players into their, their mid, early mid 30s, they start to get like the, the mileage becomes a problem. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. And I don't think that letting, letting Davies go is, is, a, is a bad thing. It's, yeah. I always think that it was, like I said, it was just, that was just, that was a quick buck. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think there was more to it, but okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, by the way, the reason Mount and Abraham came back is because they didn't go to Vitesse Arnhem, because I think that's the graveyard for your Chelsea career. Um, that's, there's tons of Chelsea players all alone there. Um, so, 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 Mark, um, take whatever you want to go. What, 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 what have you, I know you haven't seen a, a lot of the games, and um, just by way of explanation, uh, we went to watch the game together yesterday and ended up watching it on my iPhone. Um, so we probably didn't have the best perspective of how well it went, but my my overall sense is, I don't recall, and I've watched too much preseason football over the last five or six years, a time when we put out two teams and they both looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think I think this preseason's been really good, and you know, one of the things I think I've been most excited about is seeing Big Verge come back, and I think that's going to be a huge 
huge thing. It comes to stability of our center backs, having that leadership back there, you know, knock on wood, having him healthy, that can really kind of set the tone for this season coming up. So seeing him get some minutes in the preseason is honestly one of the things that I've kind of looked forward to the most. So, you know, hopefully him and Matt have a good pairing going in. I think they'll probably get the, um, get the start against Norwich. Well, that's one of the things I was really looking forward to. And then, you know, kind of speaking to Bobby, getting some, get some goals. It's good to see him back on the score sheet. Um, I know he didn't get a lot of playing time in the Copa this year, but I think maybe that rest will do him well and he'll kind of come back ready for ready for action this, this year. But I do think, you know, watching that, <laughs> watching on a cell phone, the, uh, the Bilbao game, you know, it's still, it's still great to see them play. It's great to see them back in action and, you know, just really looking forward to the start of the season. And I know we got a lot of games coming up, so they'll be playing a lot. So hopefully we have the, the squad, the youngsters will come in. And I think the Klopp definitely has a plan for getting them some time, you know, talking about David, I think, you know, we had the two young center backs got a lot of minutes last year because they needed to, and they were really called upon to kind of help us out in our moment of need. I think they did a good job. So I think from that point of view, we can kind of afford to get rid of Ben and see and rely on them for be like a third, fourth string center back. I mean, I think uh, Justin was on uh, from New York last week and he made the point that the squad needs thinning before you can add players. Uh, you know, I, I, clearly we have at least, I know my math is probably off here, we have at least 26 players in and around that squad to be able to field two teams like that in two successive days. Um, it feels like something else will happen before, I guess before the end of the window, maybe than before the start of the season. Um, that's my um, sort of, heavy-handed way of pivoting to the new season. Um, okay, so here's a bit like, so really what all I like to do is just reflect on kind of what are our, what are our hopes from the season. I know Daz already started down this path and perhaps some, some expectations. Um, you know, I think one of the things that has me thinking is, you know, where will 90 points get us? Uh, and the reason I stick there is, there's only one other team apart from the petrodollar guys who play in sky blue who've got 90 points um in recent seasons so um i'll throw that into the mix what, what are your hopes and expectations sean um i think i think it'll be a close title race um if you had asked me two weeks ago i would have said it was a two-horse race between city and us but you know, if Chelsea comes in and signs Lukaku and Jules Kunde, they they might be in there with us um, because those are two pretty big, pretty big name signings that I was I, I knew that they would sign some players, but not not kind of that caliber that it, and and they're kind of like the exact right pieces that I think that they need to actually improve their squad. Um, you know, Lukaku's just a just a beast up front, and uh, he's a lot to handle. And, and Kunde, I think, would fit in. You know, I think he's an improvement over Aspilicueta on the right side center back role if that's what they do. So uh, I think it'll be a, a good title race. Um, but I, I really like our chances. I mean, if you look at at where we were, you know, um, from about the middle of that eighteen nineteen season through the end of the nineteen twenty season you know, we were flying there, you know, we, we were, we were significantly better than city over that period of time. And um, I, you know, I, I, it's, it's going to be very, very difficult for us to ever top 1920, but um, I think on paper, the squad is actually better, like knock on wood. I mean, we're, we're deeper. We have, um, you know, good 
quality kind of throughout. There's been a lot of people criticizing our squad in terms of our depth. And I think somebody said it the other day in the chat, I think our depth is better than I remember it being very long time. Um, it's just, I, I think what's happened is last year has really put a lot of people off and people are kind of forgetting at like just what a fluke a lot of that stuff was last season. Not only was it in the middle of a pandemic, which is still going on, um, but to a lesser extent, you know, hopefully we'll be able to have fans in the stands all year this year, which we had none of last year. But, um, you know, we had almost half of our uh, key members of our squad out injured most of the time. And then you had players getting COVID and, you know, Daz mentioned Mane. I, I've been extremely impressed with Mane this preseason. And there were, there were a lot of people suspecting different things last year. One of them was, you know, did, did Mane have long COVID? And I would, I would put it out there like, you know, that, I think that's a, that's a reasonable theory at this point based on how, how he's looked so far this preseason because um, something was just not right with both him and Trent. And, and Trent kind of bounced back for the last three or four months. But, you know, if you remember, Trent got COVID before the season started and Monty got it a little later, like in October. And, we, you know, I, I just kind of wonder if, if, if it had an impact on those two. Also, our training, um, and this is another thing that's that's interesting in terms of like this this uh, preseason pep blenders stuff. Um, it's, I'm sure that, you know, Tuchel and Pep, Guardiola, we know a lot about the, how they train, but I think the way that Klopp and the philosophy that Klopp and Pep bring to the squad, um, I, I really do think the pandemic was much more disruptive to the way that we train than a lot of other other clubs. Um, they're they are so focused on this repetitive action. They want they want the players to to not only know what they have to do, they want it to be instinctive in terms of like down to what pass you hit and what spot on the, on the pitch. And um, it was, it seems like it was just very, very difficult for us to do that, particularly with the new players last year with Tacky and, and Simicus and even Tiago. Um, so um, I'm, I'm just, I'm very optimistic for the season. Um, it, you know, I, I think it might take us a little bit to get going um, with some players coming back and there's an international break and, you know, now, now Robbo's injured, but um, I like our chances. You know, I, I, you know, personally, I don't, really care too much who anybody else signs. Um, you know, Holland would have been kind of a game changer. Hopefully, you know, he doesn't go to anybody in the Premier League when he comes out. But, um, you know, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about the season and, and uh, I like our chances to win it. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see us go and I'm, I'm expecting us to get, you know, I don't know if I had to pick something. 90 points is a good question. I think it's going to be probably – it's going to be around there. It might be above that again um, to win the league. Um, we'll see. City didn't look too great in the community sealed, um, and they they haven't looked quite, quite at, you know, kind of to where they were uh, previously the last two seasons now. So – Maybe 90 points wins it for us. Uh, we'll see. But it's going to be around there, I think. Yeah. So, so I don't get the benefits of hearing uh, Neil Atkinson, which is always fun, talk about uh, lily-livered Twitter followers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because essentially what he was talking about were people who were like, oh, uh, Minamino and Ari, that's such a drop-off. Oh, we really, you know, we, we, we need players there. And uh, Cater and uh, Chamberlain. 
always injured. You know, no point in even counting on them. So they sort of discounted like half the people who've had really good uh, pre-seasons. Uh, and his, his take in it was they come out of the blocks flying and they, they, we can get to City at home unbeaten. Um, that's a lot of pressure on, on Guardiola, given what happened in 2019-20, when yeah. of course City with crowds were perhaps not quite as good as City without crowds were. Well, I think that, and there's just like, there's been this negativity that's carried over from last season that, you know, it's, it's, it's not last season anymore. You know, I think we can move on. Um, you call and, the and it, it, I think it's carried over onto Twitter and the transfers. And um, I just think people are, are a lot more negative about this team than they should be. Okay. Thanks for giving us the title of the episode. It's not last season <laughs> anymore. That's good. That's good. So Daz, what are your hopes and expectations? My hopes are that we can stay healthy. And my expectation based on that is that we'll be challenging for silverware fairly deep into almost all competitions based on exactly what you guys are saying. It's like the squad depth is something to be something, something to behold. My hope is that Nabi continues to, to develop and, and play the way he's playing now. I think we saw something different out of Minamino. So I hope that that's, He's rounded the, he's turned the corner from us. And I hope that the FA grows a set of balls and punishes, punishes City, but I have zero expectation around that. Um, a distraction's fine. I, I'm, I'm good with distracting them. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, it's, I think it's fair to say that whoever's, whoever's in charge in, of FFP has is, is either had a stroke or is dead at the wheel because it does... I know they said they were going to relax it, but like this is to the point of yeah. sloth. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think that they. Eh. So that's a different rabbit hole. We're talking about us. Um, I I don't know, man. I I just I, I hope that, that 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 people understand that exactly like Sean said. It's like this is this is a new season, yeah. and my hope for them is that like once this kicks off and we do as well as I think that we can do based on what I've seen evidence of the preseason because we haven't played mugs. I remember when we used to trot out Preston and Tranmere and like, again, I apologies to the, to, to those people, but they're not really on the same level as, as a lot of the teams that we played. Uh, it was top, top flight and top caliber squads that we played by and large. Granted, some of them were a little lower in the top divisions, but still you're playing against, you're playing against good competition. And what was, what was heartening to see is we, we seem to grow into every game because we, we haven't started a quote-unquote first 11 in, in any of these games so far. It's, it's been kind of parceled out, for me at least, in terms of what we consider to be our first team. So um, I, I honestly believe that once, once we get up and running, I don't, we talked about being unbeaten. Unbeaten and winning, all, winning more than you're tying is, is important too. Of course. Um, I really hope that we turn Anfield back into a fortress again because uh, if we want to continue that analogy, the walls were breached quite quite regularly towards the, the middle part of last season. Granted, there was there was there was reasons for that, but I'd like us to see it to turn it into into a, a cauldron again. With now that the fans are back, and you could see today that how big of a, and yesterday how big of a part that they played. Like they when they got their tails up and the, and the crowd was 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 with them, they were like they were, they just started flying. And uh, we we often take that for granted, and as as of last year, we couldn't because we were forced to to see just like 
how some of the guys were going about it in terms of, and it's, I don't, it's no slight on them, but you could see that the, that the effort level was just dropped off just a, just a little bit. And that, that, that one or 2% was enough to, to, to make a difference in some instances. And you could just see it, but in, in, on the opposite side of that, you could see today and yesterday, they were just, they were all over it. So again, I, I hope that we don't get lockdown three or lockdown four, whatever it is. And, and we're back to, to, to square one, where, which, which, as you were saying, would benefit city greatly. But um, yeah, it's I don't know. I, I've I've got a I've genuinely got a good feeling about this, and it's not like a, an overwhelming sense of like yeah, we're going to smash it. It's just that I I think that we're going to we're going to be that team that we know that we can be, and it's and I've, I I almost feel like a a sense of satisfaction that it's borderline smugness, and and I so I don't, I don't I honestly don't care if we don't go out and get someone. I'd be interested. I'm really interested to see what we do with what we've got. <laughs> many ways to go. It's interesting we haven't even mentioned Diogo Jota, who uh, seems to score in every game he plays in. Um, his celebration today, uh, yesterday was was more emphatic than any of them. He, he scored <laughs> yeah, in the league yesterday. Was that a baby <laughs> shark? What was that? It yeah. was a baby shark, yeah. It looked like the daddy shark thing. Yeah, well, they did. It's, it's better than casually walking away, which is what he was doing last year. Yeah. No so the, the, on that, Daz, like, it, it's interesting you say that, you know, the tails up thing. There was one play that really stood out there. It was it was Trent hit a cross field ball to Rabo, and the crowd was like really into it. And he and he way over hit the ball. And I, I I thought to myself like that's the crowd. Like he he got himself up, and he's not used to that, you know. Yeah. And he, and he over hit the pass. He never does that. Yeah. Um, but you could see you could see it was kind of you know that the players were being kind of pushed by it. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was very cool to see. I definitely think. Uh... Less, in, less injuries, less compressed season, and crowds are to our benefit. Um, Mark, what is your uh, what are your hope and expectations for uh, the next season? I like the old notion of it's not last season anymore. I'm uh, I mean, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to this season. Want to turn the corner on last season, just go into this season. I think, you know, knock on wood, having fans at the games is going to really, really play a huge part, and they're really going to push the team forward. And my expectation is that you know, the team is going to feed off the crowd, you know, in those tough games. I think there's a lot of good teams in the league and it's going to be a fight. It's, I don't think anyone's going to run away, run away with it, no matter who it is. You know, Paul, you said 90 points. I think 90 points wins the league this year. I think that, that that's what's going to be. So, you know, it's going to be ultra competitive at the top. So I think that, you know, we definitely need to get off to a flying start. That being said, you know, my hopes, expectations, I definitely hope that we're up there challenging for the title as I deserve, as I think that squad deserves to be, we have the squad to do it. And I think with the fans behind us, we'll be able to get that done. You know, I'm really looking forward to see how Tiago kind of comes in and after kind of a little bit of time under his belt, you know, seeing his contributions to the team in the midfield, I think can really help open up that front three to back to where we know that they can be. And I think that, you know, one of the challenges we might face this year is kind of that one album sized hole in the midfield. So I think that's going to be really key to see how we, how we kind of maneuver around that. Is it going to be, you know, do we put Fabinho in midfield a little more? Is it going to be a youngster? Like, is it going to be, you know, maybe Jones steps up, did really well last year, and he gets some more time in the midfield. Our Elliot, maybe he gets more time in the midfield. So I think that, you know, this year I definitely really am hoping and really – excited to see some of the youngsters kind of come up and, you know, put their name in the team. 
you know, give Klopp, give Klopp that dilemma of, you know, who should he choose for those big games? Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of games. Like you said, we're going to be in a lot of competitions. I expect us to be putting forth lineups every game that we're going to go out to win. You know, I don't want to see, you know, half effort. I want to see us challenging for that pickup for the league cup, for the champions league, for the league. I think that we have the squad to do it. And the depth is going to be really important getting some of that rotation in giving guys a day off, half a day off, half a game, right. Just getting those squad rotated so we can have guys be fresh, not only for all the competitions we're going to be in, but also for the length of the season with all the games that we're going to be playing. Yeah. Yeah. I did uh, see it. Uh, it's funny. The only time I think about one album is when I see a tweet about us missing somebody in midfield. Cause I certainly <laughs> felt like that in any of the games, but, uh, but I did see a tweet about somebody suggesting Messi might be quite good for the league cup might help us out there. Uh, <laughs> Cause obviously he won't get in the first 11. Um, okay. It's time for maybe some predictions and it doesn't have to be like, we're going to get 94 points and finish first. Um, just things that you expect to see this season. Um, should, should I um, start off? I, I'm going to regret saying this, but in Solskjaer's time managing Manchester United, he still hasn't beaten two points per game on average, like for the whole time he's been there. And even with the addition of Sancho and Varane, which for various reasons, I'm not sure how well he's going to... It, it, they would have to improve incredibly to get close to 90 points. Um, mm-hmm. So my prediction is Manchester United will not get 90 points. Fingers crossed for those listening on audio. Sean, what are you going to go with? Uh, well, yeah, the first one I'll go with is that I think Jack Grealish was going to be a massive flop. Um, I, I think the um, and I'm not I, I'm not even just saying that you know because because of whatever. But um, if you look at the players who have been bought for a lot of money who have never played in the Champions League. They're almost always flops. I mean, I think the the, the highest priced one that's been, probably been a success. I looked at this list was was Bobby Bobby Firmino. Um, they're often flops. He's the I think he's the most expensive player in the Premier League now, and he's also getting paid extremely high wages. Um, and I I don't know I, I you know it's Pep so maybe he'll figure it out, but I just don't really see how he fits into their squad. And from my perspective, they have a lot of better players in their squad. Um, so if the expectation is that he's going to come in and, you know, kind of, kind of be that, that catalyst, that new kind of uh, playmaker, I, I just, you know, I, I'm skeptical that that'll happen or that'll come together. Well, okay, um, me, that's, that's a bolder prediction in mine. Just saying. <laughs> well, and then the other <laughs> one I'll say is that um, I, I, I won't go too far, but I, I think Tiago is going to have a hell of a season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we're going to see the real Tiago this year. Um, we we kind of started to see it towards the end of last season, the last ten games. Um, but I, you know, I don't think we really saw the, the the type of player he is for the full season last year, and I'm, I'm excited about that. So, okay, Daz, beat that. Well, predictions. My prediction is that Leeds gets into European competition this year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you we have to remember now, don't we like down to like 15th position gets into <laughs> yeah, top seven or so? Still, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they're they're a good team. 
So are you gonna that's a success if they end up in that third tier conversation? Lithuania with you. Okay. I, I just I don't know. I just I I I like the way that they play. I did I did enjoy watching them sneakily. Like I've always had a really dark, angry place in my heart for Leeds. And this year kind of like they they blew away those storm clouds for me. Like I just I just enjoyed the way that they played. It was they stuck to their task and and everyone said, Oh, this they're playing that hard at this that, that tempo at this level, they're gonna burn out. And they and they proved everybody wrong. Uh-huh. It's just I, I I think that I think that they have a good shot at, at making European European competition this year. I, I find um, it hard not to love Bielsa, by the way. But uh-huh. uh, yeah. Yeah, I just I, I just I just block him out. But um <laughs> <laughs> I like your squad, you can stay. All right. Uh, another prediction is I think that City finishes in third. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. And like, I, I know this is why Hytham said, like, God bless you, Hytham, wherever you are, that Daz makes better predictions. Okay. I really don't. I really, really don't. My predictions are like probably 30% at best. <laughs> So I just like I just like to I just like to fling stuff against the wall and see what sticks. And right now, probably nothing's going to stick. But those those are the two that I, those are the two that I, that I'm I'm going to go with. I think that I think that Jota gets into the twenties. I think that he bags. Say if he stays healthy, I think he I think he gets into the twenties in all competitions. I think that's a good chance, actually. Yeah. What? So I, I one and three. One and three. I should have gone back to our show actually from from a year ago and see what nonsense we were spouting. <laughs> yeah, close this was. But one thing I would say before I go to you, Mark, is I don't know if you saw the Guardian had a whole piece about um, like they had a fan of each team who was a writer talking about their season, and, and one of the things they said was they had to predict the top four, and and six of the twenty didn't have Liverpool in the top four, and Everton were one of them, so that's obvious why. But it's like. Do they re- are they really underestimating us that much? Uh, wisely, Wolves and Newcastle had Liverpool winning the league, along with the guy who wrote about Liverpool, of course. But uh, um, I think a lot of that, th- those predictions are based on the shiny new things that people bring in, and that's I think that's a lot of that's got to do. That's it's it's they they it's it's positions based on on how well that you're perceived to have done in the transfer market and. And as Sean was saying, and this is something we did talk about in the thread. Yes, for those of you that are listening, we do have a thread. And we spout even more wham than we, are, we do on this. But uh, <laughs> Especially me. I don't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark place, but we'll, 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 save, you, we'll save you from it. Um, I think a lot of, yeah, <laughs> we, we were saying that about, um, about Grealish. It's just like because he's one of those guys that, that needs to be the linchpin in a team. And he's, he's just going to be another guy and a, and a team that's amazingly packed with unbelievable talent that plays the way that Guardiola wants to play. It depends on whether or not he, 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 de- he decides that he wants to play Guardiola ball and then he potentially has a shot. But if he doesn't, and he's like, well, I'm Billy Big Bollocks. It's, I, I, don't, I don't think he's got much of a shot. Yeah. It is interesting to me. Uh, and I go, let's go to Mark next. Um, that uh, Guardiola said that four of the squad wants to leave. Um, including Bernardo Silva, who I know is not our favorite person, but I thought that was a bit weird announcing that uh, to everybody that 
Bernardo Silva's available for cup price deal? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> I almost guarantee you that Kevin De Bruyne was one of them. Hmm. No, he wanted to sign Grealish. It was in all the papers. No. <laughs> well, what, Reddit? The Chive? <laughs> it was the Manchester City correspondent on the Athletic said it. Yeah, um, of course it was. <laughs> so, so, Mark, uh, any predictions for the season? Yeah. So I think um, going on a limb here, some non-Liverpool uh, predictions here. I think, I think Arteta is going to struggle with Arsenal, and I don't know if he makes it through the year. I think that that could be – he could be one of the one of the managers if they don't get off to a good start. You know, Arsenal hasn't been in Europe for the first time since the mid-90s this year. So, I think they have a lot kind of riding on this year to get back to where, you know, they think they should be. I don't think they have the squad for it this year, but I do think it's going to be challenging for Arsenal and Arteta to get top four this year. Yeah, yeah. And the round of Arsenal Champions League is that they needed badly, right? Um, someone yeah. needs someone to kick around in the last 16. Um, and then I guess, you know, I was thinking about this when, you know, I saw Rafa go to Everton. I think, I think Everton's going to struggle this year. Even with Rafa, I think, I just don't know if they have, have the squad and if, even if the fans are going to buy in or if the fans are going to make it difficult for the team. So I think they could be in for a really interesting year to see how that support really works with having Rafa being the manager there. Hmm. So, so when's that, do we know when the first derby is? Because I wonder if he's going to make it that far. Oh, well, anyway. Uh, I think there's so, one in November. Oh, I don't know the exact yeah. date. I don't know if that's the first one. I'm guessing November it is. November 30th. Ooh, okay, yeah. Mm, could be interesting. They yeah. lost 4-0 against United in a preseason friendly. And the good news was nobody booed Rafa. That, that was what I read. <laughs> Don't know how many other fans were there. Okay, all right. So a whole lot of predictions. I'm sure they're all wrong, but um, we'll, we'll check back in next this time next year. Maybe we'll check back in. Um, so one qu- quick final round. One thing that caught your eye this week that may or may not have been Liverpool related, um, and. What what absolutely kind of weird thing that I noticed today was um, that Pep Linders was not sitting next to Jurgen Klopp, and it's like, is that how they usually sit? Because uh, Peter, whatever his name is, was sat between them. Hmm. Anyway, I thought that was a bit weird. But Pep and Jurgen were like joined at the hip. Might have to have something to do with the table tennis, Tony. <laughs> I wonder if there was. I wonder if there, there was some fallout, potential fallout from the table tennis twenty that they all played in. Well, obviously, we'll keep an eye on this as the season goes on. Sean. So we're going to go uh, to um, transfers. Uh, finally, we haven't done this in a while. So um, I still think we're going to buy two more players. I'm holding out hope. I think we'll buy a midfielder and, and another forward. Um, and there was a rumor this week. There's been so many crazy rumors, it's hard to keep track. But this one, I don't know, for some reason, this one sticks out to me as, 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 a, as a reasonable one. Um, we've been closely linked with Saul, and I, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff even saying that the Saul deal is done and we just need to kind of, you know, sell some non-homegrown players to make it to finalize it. But um, we were linked with this, this young player, I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Aurelian Chalmany. Uh, he plays for Monaco, 21. He's a defensive midfielder. 
but apparently he's very highly rated. He was actually linked with Chelsea, um, but he's a lot cheaper than Saul. He's the, you know, the, the, the quoted uh, transfer fee was around like 25 million and would be on much lower wages. So just something about that hits me as a more of kind of an FSG type move. He also plays the same position as Fabinho. So he would, he could, he would, you know, the idea would be to deputize Fabinho there. So, um, Pierce said Saul is wages are way too high for Liverpool. Yeah. So, right. yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, so anyway, so that's one, uh, one to keep an eye out for, I you, guess. But you, you, Sean, you're ruining my message here, which is about like follow us on Twitter. We don't retweet any of the nonsense from un- non credible sources. <laughs> Fabrizio Romano. It's been a while. It's been, it's been a while since we've talked any transfer nonsense. Uh, you got to do it before the season starts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Daz, something you saw this week. That's, I think it might be something that we've, we've all noted, but it's worth bringing back up. Is like, how come every no-name brand goalkeeper seems to have an absolute blinder against us? <laughs> like the last two, like the last few goalkeepers have played standing on their heads. That, sh- that should have been. It could easily have been five today. It could have been five yesterday. Yeah. And that's the, the, I guarantee they go back in the first game of the season, they, sh- they, they ship four or five apiece. I was with saying the Osasuna apparently won all of their preseason games before today. Maybe we made it look surprisingly game. easy. Yeah. It was, we just waltzed through them at the, uh, towards, well, the first half of the second, the first half of the first half. Yeah. Like a, almost at will. Maybe the goalie's good, is, is my only point. Or, or maybe Bill Bow is better than we think. Bill Bow was yeah. tough. Yes, I thought you know for us to break down. You know, yeah. So. yeah it's um, so. What else? Uh, else? And something else I noticed is was was Messi's tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I I don't think I've ever seen him cry before. Like even as 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 many things as he's won, like I, I haven't followed. It's not like I've, I've followed his bowel movements like some people do. But <laughs> then again, I'm not sure that's that's tear worthy. But although I've taken some that are, um, I just I just I've never I'd never seen him cry before. And again, you go on Twitter and such a cynical, nasty place like oh crocodile tears or you could have stayed, you should have taken the pay cut, you could have played for free. He's a multimillionaire. Blah 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 blah, but yeah, a long story even longer. I've, I've I've never seen him cry. Yeah. Or if you get kicked in the bollocks, if he even cries, I don't. You look close to tears that night at Anfield. That's the only thing I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was too shell shocked to cry, especially when that guy ran on the pitch and flicked him off right right in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Stay classy, Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, Mark. Just any random stuff you saw this week? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we want to talk about Manchester City financial fair play. How is PSG even going to get all of their signings? And, you know, what what's going to happen there? If they're going to, you know, be, who knows how much Ramos is going to get paid? Who knows how much, like, I, mean, I think, like, Wijnaldum's on a lot. Obviously, Mbappe's on a lot. Neymar's on a lot. And then you add Messi to that. I mean, financial fair play, that's, are they really making that type of revenue? And, like, at PSG, like their broadcast deals can't be that high. Who knows how they're doing their sponsorships, air quotes, yeah. and you know how that's kind of kind of flooding the money. But I think that's going to be those are one of the things I notice. Everyone 
you know, we always talk about joking about Twitter. Everyone's like, oh my God, what a great window they had because they didn't spend any money on uh, transfer fees. Yet they signed all these, um, all these people on a free. And it's just like, yeah, but their wages are probably just through the roof and who knows how they're cooking the books to get that under control. Yep. Right. Um, say, World cup bitches. We do what we want. Pretty much. Everyone <laughs> always overlooks the wages and that's, that's, you know, obviously a much bigger part of the budget. Yeah, I feel like we could get into a lot of trouble even talking about this, but it does seem strange. It certainly does. Like how, <laughs> how they could add all those people. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, UEFA's got their eye on it. Let's leave it there. I'm sure they're doing hard investigation into this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they've got Inspector Gadget on it as we speak. <laughs> They got an inside man. Isn't one of, isn't oh, one of, no, don't PSG go there. <laughs> so, this, we're a non-profit. We have no money. No, don't sue us. Um, okay. <laughs> These are the random opinions of people who know nothing about football. Uh, we'll leave it there. Mark, thank you for joining us for the first time. Hopefully it won't be the last. Uh, Sean, Daz, as always, it's a pleasure. Um, do wish we hadn't had the last two minutes, but... There we go. If you um, if you want, if presumably you're watching us on a podcast, but please like us, comment, uh, all of that stuff drives uh, people to our site. And we will see you next week after, well, we'll hear you next week if you're listening to an audio, uh, after Liverpool played Norwich at uh, Carrow Road um, for the first game of the season. Bring back Suarez. Yeah. Well, hopefully Just someone for that game. Will, Just for that game. Yeah, he'll, he'll get like five goals that game. Hopefully someone will play that role. 